0: Richard pursued shown. He puts it Jensen away. Patrick! Patrick is scored! What about Andrew King? Put him in the second Put him somewhere! He's too good for this game! Yes, yes. Welcome back to another episode of the NRL Supercoach Podcast, hosted by the SC Whisperer. Now, today we're gonna to do something a little bit different. Uh, I'm doing the Going to be doing a live react to uh, a prominent figure in the community's team who has just dropped. Now, uh, for you guys that don't know, Wacko's Whisperers is probably one of the best pages to be following and have your notifications on for them. Uh, He's just someone that has extremely good late mail, especially around game time for super coaches, so ins and outs and everything like that. I would highly recommend following Wacko's whispers turning on notifications for, for that page, and he really, really helps a lot of Supercoaches out, and a lot of NRL fans too. Uh, the mail is generally pretty spot on and, and gets the early scoop on a lot of teams. Uh, and speaking of teams, he's dropped his Supercoach team for 2021, and I just thought I'd jump on, have a look at it, uh, see where some uh, suggestions could be made, uh, and see where he can go moving forward, and, and maybe you guys have some of these players in your side that maybe you wanted uh, some advice on, so... Let's get straight into it. Now up top we have uh, Damian Cook and Jacob Little. Uh, Look, I'm not sold on Cook. Uh, He's putting his right up here that the the six again will really uh, better him, and the quickness of the game will help speed it up, and Damian Cook can take a real advantage of that. But we've slowly seen over the last couple of years that Cook is transitioning to more of a ball player rather than a runner. Uh, maybe it was just an outlier on last year, but uh, the eye test last year suggested that maybe he's taking a backwards step in terms of his productivity running with the ball. Uh, at 621K, uh, I think there's some better options around, uh, especially lower down the, the chain in terms of price. But look, if you guys are starting with Cook, he has averaged 70 the last three years. So uh, it's it's a case of you're paying for, that prior average, but personally just looking at the eye test, he's sort of uh, changed his play style ever so slightly in my opinion his second hooker is Jacob Little at 247k from the Tigers. Now, no surprise here that a lot of teams are going to have Jacob Little in there. He's nailed on to be the 9 at the Tigers. Uh, if Simpkins isn't named, you'd expect him to play close to 80 at uh, 247k. It's a real no-brainer. Uh, the kid looks really, really talented. He's just been hampered by injuries, unfortunately, and uh, if he is splitting the role with uh, Jake Simpkins, then maybe there's other options to look at, but For now, and from what I know, I think Little is nailed on to play at least 60 minutes, and on the bench, it's a really good option to make you some coin and eventually trade up to someone else. Now, in the front row, he's gone with Josh Papali at 560k, and look, normally I wouldn't hate this, but I think with so many front row forwards at Canberra, it's hard to really spend premium money on them. Um, I'm not too sure where Sticky sees his full rotation being. He's had Papali been rested a couple of times as well, and uh, Origin Star, I think he's going to manage his workload a little bit uh, better this year, and that might spell not so much disaster, but also just not premium supercoach stats. He also has that uh pre-season boxing match coming up, and I'm not too sure how that's going to take a toll on him. Obviously, from what I've heard, it's going to be a bit of a, a fun, light exhibition spa, but... I don't know, like Papali at five sixty just doesn't really seem overly appealing to me, and the other man that doesn't seem overly appealing is a Braden Hamlin Uelie at four hundred nineteen k. He's putting here a pot option uh, with the view of him becoming a dominant middle forward. Uh, look, same reason for the uh, for the Raiders. I, there's that good of depth in the Sharks prop uh, stocks. I'm finding it very hard to to take anyone at, at premium money obviously 419k is a mid-range option and it's very very awkward a mid-range option um look Hamlin can find the try line but he's going to be sharing with Fafida, Woods, Tolman, uh, Jack Williams, Royce Hunt, Toby Rudolph as well so uh look I understand it's a it's a pod move but it's a it's a stacked forward pack and I'm not really loving this move uh, One man that I do love, though, is Spencer Lino at 218k. Uh, obviously, really, really upcoming prop at Penrith, and uh, with the departure of James Tamu uh, and Jack Hetherington also leaving, not coming back from the Warriors, I think that opens up good minutes for Spencer Lino. Uh You've also got guys like uh, Matt Eisenhuth that have come into Penrith, but Lino's shown enough promise for me off the bench, and if he, if he jags 35, 40 minutes off the bench at 218k, then he's definitely one to have, and I do like this option. And the other option on the bench that the Wacko Whisp- uh, Whisperers has got is 186K Stefano Makanu. Um Obviously, probably one of the most highly owned players. He's a uh, young prop forward with so much upside, has moved from Parramatta to the Tigers. Um, yeah, with all the raps in the world, uh, he's going to get a bench spot at the Tigers. Um, I doubt he will start when you're going to have Joe Offer-Hengiawe and James Tamu starting, but with James Tamu not getting any younger um, I expect Stefano to really pick up a lot of minutes through the middle there for the Tigers, and, uh, it's a really good option just as a cash cow. I wouldn't be having him as a reserve, but he'll make you some really good coin. In the second row, uh, he's gone really gun heavy, which I'm a big fan of. He's gone with Angus Crichton at 670k. Now, obviously, Boyd Cordner has just been, uh, announced that he's going to miss up to 12 weeks of uh, footy, uh, that really solidifies Angus Crichton's spot as an 80 minute edge player for the Roosters um, on the bench they're going to have Isaac Liu, they're going to have uh, Victor Radley, maybe ease back into injury, they're going to have Nat Butcher and Lindsay Collins, so that really comes down to Angus Crichton playing a big role at uh, at the Roosters and 80 minutes on the edge uh, he's going to be one of the best second row forwards in the game and I really like this move the next man picks himself, really, Jason Tamalolo at 641k. Now, he's just a workhorse, isn't he? Uh, for the Cowboys, they rely so heavily on him week in, week out, and there's not a whole lot to say about Uh He's in my side. He's been in my side since day one. Um, yeah, like, he's just he just speaks for himself, Jason Tamalolo And the last of his starting second row forwards is David Fafita at 569k. Now, I'm not sold on Fafita. I'm getting a lot of messages from, uh, from followers asking how he's going to go this year. And I think for the cash, you want someone that's going to pump out base uh, that has a bit of attacking upside, whereas Fafita, we know, is all attack. Um, obviously, I'm very high on Ash Taylor, and I think that's going to really help him. But for 500 and nearly 70k... I really think that uh, there's some better options out there for Fafito. If he gets a price drop or if his workload increases, then yeah, I'd definitely love to look at him. But with guys like Jared Wallace, Mo Fodawaka, Tino Fasua, Malawi, Kevin Procto in that front row, I think they're going to do a lot of those hard yards and keep Fafito fresh to really show off his attacking um, power. But for the money, it's, it's not something that I'm, I'm keen on. Now, on his bench spots, he has Corey hadawe Jordan Ricky, and Sean Bloor. All three guys are in my side. Uh, it's just a wait and see on Hadaway and Ira if he does to get named. He's 302k. Obviously, he, he's fighting for an edge with Hudson Young to replace John Bateman. Elliot Whitehead's gonna lock down one side. Joe Tarpany will play 13. So this is a teamless Tuesday thing to see if Hadaway and Ira does get named. If he doesn't, uh, I'm not too stressed. There's plenty of other guys in that price range that. Uh, that could fill that spot: Jackson Ford, Tom Gilbert, Andrew Davy, just to name a few. So, if Hadoweranira isn't named, plenty of guys you can move to. But yeah, I like I like this movie. He's in my team. We know what he can do with the ball in hand. In prior years, out of the Bulldog system, and under Ricky Stewart, I think it's just going to go tenfold. Ricky Stewart loves to play his edge back rowers for big minutes. So, if Hadoweranira is named, expect him to play seventy plus. Another man I touched on earlier was Jordan Ricky at two hundred and seventy seven K. All the mail out of Red Hill is that he will be starting. Um, it's a pretty much no-brainer pick. Uh, 277k for a starter is uh, a pretty much must-have. He's a really promising kid with a lot of upside. Uh, you see the highlights. He has really good attacking stats. He does get through a bit of work too. So trading on the left edge of the Broncos, and I think he'll take that David Fafita role. Now, one man that uh, we don't know where he's going to fit into the rotation is Sean Bloor. Some reports have him starting, other po- reports have him coming off the bench um, with Luke Garner starting at the Tigers, but um, Whisper's tipped here that he will win the right edge, so as, as a Tigers fan myself, I really hope he does. He's a, He's got a real big upside on him, uh, even if he's off the bench at 210k, uh, he's pretty much a no-brainer in my opinion. At halfback he has gone Nathan Cleary at seven hundred and three seven hundred and thirty four thousand and obviously Cleary was the standout half last year and played with no injury and had consistent game time. The Penrith were up on the up. They were really uh successful. Cleary was the best half by about eight points and I do see uh the Panthers dropping off this year, but I don't think Cleary will if he comes back to the pack, um he's still gonna be the best half by three or four points and um yeah no no qualms about him picking Cleary here. Next on his backup halfback list is young Sam Walker. Now, I'm getting a lot of teams sent to me with Sam Walker. I'm pretty sure he's the most owned supercoach player, but he's not going to be starting at the Roosters, so just people know if you have Sam Walker in your team, you're going to need to get cash elsewhere to upgrade him because uh, all the mail is that uh, Lachlan Lamb will be starting at the Roosters, but uh, Sam Walker's definitely one to have your eye on, but I don't see him uh, playing much game time to start. And at five eighth, we have uh, Cameron Munster at six hundred and twenty thousand. Now, uh, with no Cameron Smith in the side, I think that's really going to free up Cam Munster. He's going to have the keys to the offense. Uh, I think he's going to take a lot of the workload for the Melbourne Storm. Um, he's in the Whisperers' side. He's in my side. Uh, we have to distinguish between Wacko's Whisperers and, and myself, but he's in my side and he's in uh, Wacko Whisperers' side. So. Cam Munster, I think, is a no-brainer. Unless you're going to go Cody Walker, I think you have to run two two of those in your 5-8th your position, um, whether you pick Walker or whether you pick Munster. If Munster gets the kicking duties, I think that makes him just about 100% must-have. And his backup 5-8th is Josh Schuster at 203,000. Um, We're not too sure in the reports on where Kieran Foran will play at Manly. So uh, if Manly decide to go Foz at 9, then obviously Schuster would come in. Uh, to 6, but I think they might play uh, Foz at 6 and Cade Cust at 9, so that might see Schuster out for the side for for a few weeks, it just depends on sort of where he gets, I think it's a similar thing to uh, Sean Bloor and Stefano, if they get named they're a must have, but I think the downside with Schuster is if he is named on the bench, I don't think he's one to really pick up, he's going to be an AE nightmare, he's going to be a very slow burn um, for Cash Intake, so I'd definitely be waiting and seeing on Schuster. I think there's other options such as Mount Moylan 250k who have a, a guaranteed nail on start. Now, I'm a big fan of having the cheap center wing, so it'd be very interesting to see who he has in his side. and Scrolling down, we can see that yeah, he has Valentine Holmes at 509,000. If you're going to be picking a expensive center wing, then I would definitely recommend Valentine Holmes. Um, he was very close to making my side, I just couldn't find the cash for him. Um, but yeah, at five hundred nine k, goal kicking duties. He's a dual position fullback center. Uh, I think he's going to be uh, very, very improved this year with a new coach who showed real promise at the Warriors. Uh, another season of runs under his legs. Uh, I think Val Holmes is a really, really nice pick at five hundred nine k at a discounted price too. Next, you've got David Fusatua at 251k. Um, yeah, it just was a was a weird year for Fusatua last year, obviously. Um, a lot of stuff going on behind closed doors, and he he decided to go home, which I don't blame him. I definitely couldn't be away from my family for the time that the Warriors were last year, so Fusatua, he probably just wasn't there. Um, at 251k, we know what he can do at his best. He has a, a 52 and a 40 average to his name. He's definitely not going to be one that uh, will be at the end of the season for you guys, but Uh, Starting for the Warriors, if they can jag a few tries for the Fuss, then um, I think he's going to make good coin, and he's probably a good option to have a a really risk-free pick. Now, another man that I think is a really risk-free pick is Tessie New at 232k. Uh, Wacko's got him in his side too. All reports are that he is training at centre to replace Katoni Staggs while he is out. Um, with Jermaine Asako at fullback, um, starting at the centre to the Broncos at 230k. I think it's a no-brainer. It's a must-have. And it's a really good pick, because you know when Katoni Staggs is back, Tessie Newsell. a sell. Um, so, yeah, look, I really think that um, it's good to see Kevin Walters play uh, Tessie New at centre and not stick him at fullback and put him under so much pressure. Um, so, yeah, look, I really like this pick. I really like the, the move from the Broncos, and I think he's a, a very, very good supercoach option to have. Next man is one that I'm very high on, but I'm not too sure where he lies in terms of super coaching in 2021, and it's Dane Laurie at 232k. Um, it's If he gets the the granted move to the Tigers, I think he's a must-have pickup. The Tigers will play him at 1. They're in desperate need of a natural fullback, uh, but if he stays at Penrith, I think it's just going to be a, a bit of a waste of money. Um, obviously guys would know that if you're picking Dane Laurie, you're waiting for that transfer to happen. If it doesn't, uh, he's someone you can downgrade um, to someone like a Max Fiege if he gets the start, or a Braden Army too, so just to wait and see with Laurie, but um, one man that will definitely be starting is Bailey Simonson at 205k. Coming off a shoulder injury last year, being a bench option as well in Ricky Stewart's rotation, it's a big price drop for Bailey Simonson. We know that he doesn't have the greatest base, and he is relying heavily on attacking stats, but at 205000 I really think that he's one to stash on your bench and, and play against weaker matchups, but we know that he's probably going to get uh, that wing spot, and it's going to be locked down for his for some time to come, and it's really his jersey to lose. And another man he has on his side of is Joseph Suwali. Um, I don't like this at all. I, I don't like it when teams send me this team, because Suwali's just not going to play. He might get a crack here or there through Origin, but I think is definitely one to watch out for next year. Um, the Roosters are so stacked at, at centre. Joey Manu, Billy Smith, Sawali, obviously in the pecking order. So I think there's a, a fair bit of time um, to come. If Josh Morris uh, suddenly breaks down and Billy Smith isn't available, then yeah, look, like, you could look at Sawali, but it, you're going to need a lot of dominoes to fall for Sawali to be super coach relevant until. Um, his time is to come, and another man is Hayes Dunstan at 173k. Look, I don't know a lot, a whole lot about Hayes Dunstan. I know he uh, got his debut in the semi-finals last year and looked really promising, um, but I'm not too sure if he takes over that centre spot. Mail is it's between Tom Opacic and Oldfield, so um, I think Dunstan's more of a natural winger too. So if he's uh, if he's going to be behind. Fergo and Sivo, I think it's a long time until uh, he becomes an option, unless one of those guys gets a major injury. And at fullback, this is where the big boys are at. James Tedesco, and three eight. sorry, 843k, and Ryan Pappenhausen at 629k. Look, I'm not going to argue with either of these. Tedesco's the best player in the game. I can't find the cash for him in my side, but I don't begrudge anyone for having him, obviously the best player in the game. I think that's only going to maintain um, he's just someone that's going to be there all season for you, if you pay the money now, you know that you're getting a good 25 rounds out of Tedesco, uh, barring origin, and Ryan Pappenhausen, uh, looked really, really good at the back end of last year, really found his groove with that Melbourne attack, and same with Cam Munster, if he gets the goal kicking, I think he's a must-have. All right, guys, uh, that's it, we've just reviewed Wacko Whisperer's team for the NRL 2021 season, um, like I said at the top of the show, I, uh, I'm not endorsed by uh, Whacko's Whispers or anything, but I definitely recommend you guys follow him. Whack on the notifications. If you have Twitter, that's great. If you have Facebook, you can whack on notifications there too for all the posts that he puts out. Really good late mail. Uh, really helps super coaches out uh, and generally has pretty good scoops on all the sides. So like I mentioned in the Gold Coast one to watches, I will be doing more of these team reactions and I want to do it with you guys. I want to get you guys on and, and talking about your teams and Um, I can try and help you, or or you can give me your thought process behind picking teams, but apart from that, guys, keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. That'll knock a jacket potato out of you, that. And the cheese and the coleslaw.